Hello, everybody. Marcus Giuliano here, your host of In the Weeds, Real Tales from Real Restaurateurs. And I have Donna with me today. Hello, Donna. Hi, Marcus. Hi, everybody. Glad to have you on. Um, you are one of the more local guests that I've interviewed on this program. You're only maybe 45 minutes, an hour from me, which is exciting because yeah. I'm coming to eat. And I'm coming back to your place. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, Donna, what do you own? Where are you at? Okay, so my name is Donna Massaro. I'm born and raised here in Mahopac, New York, which is in Putnam County, about 45 minutes north of New York City. I own and operate and cook at the Freight House Cafe, which is located at 609 Route 6 in downtown Mahopac, right behind Salon Uccelli's and Putnam Music Center. We're kind of hidden in the back of their parking lot. Great. And you and I, yeah. I was on your website. You and I buy from this a uh, few of the same distributors, farm distributors, farms. So we probably buy from some of the same farms, which is really cool. Um, so how did you get involved in this farm to table movement? Well, I mean, I started doing research on how our food is grown and how the animals are raised and fed. And I, I didn't like what I was hearing. So I decided to, um, make sure that my restaurant was going to be, first of all, everything purchased from the USA, except for my avocados, because they should come from their homeland, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I wanted to make sure that it was as local as can be. I, I literally go to the farmer's markets in the summertime and pick my vegetables and my fruits. So I wanted to be local. I wanted to be US and I wanted to be healthy. I do organic sometimes, but it's not always available. So I just try to make sure that it's as local as can be. Fantastic. So yeah. I, I find that um, some of the local stuff is better than organic. Oh, totally. Right? It's like, just because they're not certified doesn't mean they're not exactly. doing the right thing. And, and the certification, let's face it, the, the organic sort of USDA organic certification is a joke on certain aspects. And some of these Great. farmers would never do that on their own land with the certifications allow. So. Great. Yeah, I tell people don't get caught up. Just know where your food comes from. Ask questions. So know your farmers. Know your farm. farmers. Yeah. Let's support each other. Let's bring it back to old school, right? I have a sign in the cafe that says "Go organic, go old school." Awesome. I mean, yeah. Awesome. I, you know, I like to describe my restaurant as farm to table, but I then tell people I'm relationship to table. I'm oh, I love right. That. Yeah, because this is about who we meet and the relationships, the farmers, all that. So yeah. yeah, so feel feel free to use that relationship oh, no, to table. <laughs> awesome. So you went to culinary school. So you're a trained yeah. chef. Um, yeah. Talk to us about what uh, your location, the process of picking a location, and uh, and and what you learned from that. Well, it was difficult. It was kind of a mind uh, challenge because I found this old business plan that I had created about this little cafe that I now have. And my father and I and my mom, we searched and searched for the perfect location. I went to Garrison. I went to New Paltz. I went everywhere in Westchester. And there's a couple places that I fell in love with. And we were really close to putting some money down or signing a lease. And something would happen that it wouldn't follow, that we didn't follow through. And the first couple of times, I cried, and I said, what's going on? Why isn't this working? Maybe this is not supposed to be. And then I retrained my brain to understand that I believe, I really believe that things happen for a reason. 
So I had to really train my brain to say, this one didn't come through because your perfect spot is out there waiting for you. Just like my dating life, kind of, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yet to still find the perfect man, but searching and searching, knowing he's there. <laughs> so it, it finally happened just by accident. It fell into my lap. It happens to be a mile down the street from my house that I grew up in. And it just worked out so perfectly. So what I learned there is to believe in the process and know there's a reason to your failures. Failures are successes inside out, right? Ah, well said. Just, I think Johnny Carson said that many years ago. That is so well said. That is awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's right. what I learned from that. Great. Um, similar situation with me as well. Looked all over the Hudson Valley, including New Pulse, and, you know, and just and kept coming back to something that was literally four blocks from my house, four blocks from my house. And I kept ignoring the building. I said, no, I said, no, I don't want to be that close. And and my running partner was the village manager at the time. And I I said, kept saying to him, I said, Elliot, I don't want to be in Elville. And he kept dragging me back. We run by this location and he goes, I'll tell you what, I'll buy the building. I'll lease it to you for your X amount. And I'll give you an option to buy it in five years. And I said, wow, it'd be great to drive four blocks to work. Because I used to commute to Dutchess County. I used to commute to Westchester. And I said, four blocks. This is amazing. And 17 years later, we own the building. It's amazing. We've renovated it. It looks great. I mean, so trust the process. I really like that, what you're saying. Because I was discouraged. And I didn't want to be in my hometown. And, And now people are accrediting the hometown to coming back because of our presence here and leading the uh, way. And, yeah. and not that I want to be mayor, but you know, <laughs> maybe someday. Marcus, I'm in the same boat. I would say my place is so unique. There's a lot of great businesses in our downtown, the whole pack area. And I'm friendly with everyone, but the cafe is so special. It's so unique. It's so warm. It's so much more than just a coffee shop. It's a place that we needed and we didn't realize, you know, people, literally become part of our family and we become part of theirs they make it a point to stop in to tell us about their celebrations and their losses and their success stories and their failures and they they don't feel complete unless they include us in it exactly somebody told me yesterday that they overheard i don't know where they were i think they were at a gym somewhere in town and they overheard two of my customers talking and they said i love going to the freight house so much because i can literally just disconnect for 10 minutes and reboot myself. That's amazing. That's not just coffee. That's my girls. That's the atmosphere, the history of the building. There's a lot of history in my building. And it's all the beautiful customers that that leave their essence there, you know? Love it. Love it. And just this whole other aspect of relationship relationship to table. It's the it's the guests, it's the people who you come in contact, the relationships you form. And it's it's an amazing I I wouldn't trade this for the world. I love I, I love what we do. Love it. it's so, a pleasure to wake up every day and have this purpose to go to work and to just make people smile because they make me smile every day. <laughs> Excellent. In 10 years, there hasn't been one day that I was like, oh, I have to go to work. Today, I was a little bit because I was out late last night, but otherwise, I'm so happy to be there, you know? Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So um, you mentioned staff. Sounds like you have a great staff. I do. Any secrets? But, any secrets to 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 bringing a team up? Well, I my team. I've had a few teams throughout ten years, and one thing that I try to keep 
level with everybody is I am honest. I am who I am. This is my home that I'm bringing you into. And I'm respecting you and you need to respect me. It's a mutual, it's a mutual relationship. We're all on the same level. We're all working towards the same goal. And that's to give the customer a happy experience, right? I have bad days where I freak out sometimes and yell and do whatever. It doesn't happen often, but it does. And when it does, I apologize. And I, I, I eat my humble pie humbly. And we just all have a nice respect for each other because it starts with me. I respect what these people are doing for me. They're helping me live my dream every day. So I want to treat them well. I want them to know they're appreciated, you know, and, and, and people respond to that. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, what has been one of your biggest failures in the industry? Um, probably being myself and being open and honest all the time. That it kind of bites me in the ass every once in a while. You know, I don't know. I really was thinking about that when you asked me that earlier. Um, like I said before, failures are success turned inside out. So I don't really see many things as a failure. I see them as a step towards wherever I'm supposed to be going. That, this, this is such awesome advice. This is amazing Thank advice. You. Because so people, people, people get so stuck on failures and what they can't do and what they've done in the past. And there's a learning lesson in everything, and it's part of the growth process. Yeah. So really good. And you need, you need to convey that to more entrepreneurs and more, just more people in general because right. people don't understand that. They don't, yeah. And they limit themselves based upon past right. experiences, and it's just, it's, it, it means nothing. It means nothing in the whole realm of things. So. My dad always said the reason why he was successful in his line of work because he was too stupid to know that he, that he would make it. You know, he took every single chance that he could. He didn't care if he was going to trip and fall. If it didn't work, it didn't work. He took the chance. He took the risk. And you learn from every single one right. of those. And that's one thing that I, I emphasize to, to other restaurateurs and other, other business owners. Don't overthink the process. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Execution is where it's at. Yeah. Adjust along the way. You know, yeah. get the plane in the air and then figure out the direction it's going. Right. Just, or, Whenever I overthink it, that's when I trip up. Right. And people wait, go. people wait for the perfect moment to right. do this, to do that. I'm still, just do it. You'll figure it out. So right. awesome. 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 They work out the perfect numbers. They spend hours on their computers, you know, writing everything out, every little detail. Me, I close my eyes and I jump. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so what, um, what do you like to eat? What, what, what type of cuisine or what's, what's your favorite food? I've been on a pretty good health kick lately. Kale is my go-to for everything. I love kale so much. It's so good. But I also love pizza. I just ordered out from one of the uh, places down the street, Zach's Pizza. He always cures me when I've been out the night before. So I love <laughs> Italian food, cheese raviolis, pizza. And, <laughs> you know, I like food. I like any kind of food. I had a great steak last night. I mean, I like food and I like wine. Wine. Okay, great. Oh. Any particular wine? Uh, yes. I, I love right now that 90 plus. You know about that company? I don't know about it. It's a great company. Look into that a little bit. 90 plus. They take all the uh, leftover juice from different wineries and they put it together and sell it at cheaper price. Really great wine. Okay. Excellent. I also like, we have a really great winery here in the Hudson Valley, which is Ben Marl Winery. Absolutely. Have you heard of them? I've been there many times. Uh, they're rosé. 
say is to die for. I, I, I was just there in the, in the fall and okay. um, I had their rosé and it is amazing. amazing. Um, and their other winery, the spinoff winery that Casey has, yeah. the Zord Winery is amazing right down the road uh, related, to, related to them. And the first time I was ever in, um, in Ben Morrill was 1996 oh. when Ben Miller owned it. And, um, or Mark Miller, Mark Miller, when Mark Miller owned okay. it. And that was my very first experience with that winery was back then. So very one cool. of the pioneers, I think that they have the oldest vineyard in the country, I think. The country. The country, yeah. Next to um, Brotherhood Winery, right? Right, which is the oldest winery in America. The oldest winery, yeah. So, yeah. Cool so we have, we're very blessed where we are with all, with oh. all, all the stuff that's going on. We are. All yeah. right. So one uh, one advice to um, to new restaurant owners or pe or people that are thinking about going to the industry, because I'm sure people come up to you and say, "Oh, you know, I would love to have a cafe someday," and or this or that and this or that. Talk to me about and a piece of advice to uh, to 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 want to be or new restaurant owners. Uh, go work in the restaurant industry for a year. <laughs> That's my. <laughs> That's your. <laughs> yeah, if you've never owned a restaurant or haven't worked in the industry. Go work in the industry for a little while. This is a whole different. I worked corporate for a little bit, and owning a restaurant is a whole different ball game. There's nothing like it. So you need to really have some experience under your belt. You can't. You know, they say I think the number now is 73% of all restaurants go under within the first year, and it's because people don't understand that you need a staff. You need a good staff you can trust. You need great management. You need a positive attitude. You need the right vendors. You need the right customers. My, all my vendors have been with me my whole entire career. We have relationships. We have built beautiful relationships. We're friends now. We're family. We're growing together. You need to establish these things, and you need to just get experience under your belt. Agree. And work in the payroll. Yeah. And work in the accounting department and see how, how us owners stress on low cash flow times. See, oh, see, see how we juggle things. See how we cut things. See how we don't take paychecks while the other staff gets paychecks. As people think that this yes. is a very, besides being a very glamorous industry, they think that this is a very profitable industry, and they don't realize that you and I don't take paychecks when it's slow, but we still have to cut paychecks to everybody else. And isn't it the complete opposite of glamorous? I mean, we're dirty. We smell, <laughs> we smell like bacon all the time. I've got grease stains on my clothes. <laughs> I've ever been in my life. <laughs> but I am so rich in passion and relationship and people that it blows it all away. So well said, well said. Yeah. All right, yeah. excellent. Amazing time uh talking to you, Donna. Really amazing. Yeah, I cannot said. wait to meet you in person and come oh, over man. to the restaurant. Maybe we'll meet yeah. at Ben Marl. Oh, that'd be so good. We should do that. Yeah, that's probably halfway. Yeah. yeah. All right, excellent. Thank you very much, Donna. Mark, and Drop your website name again and Facebook and anything like it's that, how people can find you. www.thegreathousecafe.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you say, how do you pronounce the city? Mahopak. Mahopak, okay. And I can just tell you a quick story so you'll never forget. Sure. We, um, we had the Algonquin Indians were around here. This was their land way back when, the 1600s. They're part of the Wappinger Indians, hence Wappinger Falls. And they used to fish on this lake. We had to have huge bass and big fish in our lake. So um, there was two Indians in a canoe, 
and the one Indian caught a huge fish, and he nudged his buddy. He said, take a look at the big fish that I caught. So when the other Indian leaned over to look at the fish, he dropped his pack of cigarettes in the lake, and he said, oh, shit, I dropped my whole pack. (laughs) 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 And it's history. (laughs) Awesome.